All right, everybody, you're listening to Buster, H.R. Johnson, the podcast. You can listen to me on Breaker. You can listen to me on Anchor. You can listen to me on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and pretty much any damn where you can listen to podcasts. Just go type in Buster, H.R. Johnson. And I tell you what, when you type in Buster H.R. Johnson and the link comes up, be sure you share every single episode with the world, everybody you know. Share, 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 and subscribe to Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast. And I'll tell you what else, you can take it one step further now, and you can help support Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast, with a low monthly recurring payment as low as 99 cents or even $9.99. And if you do that, you'll help us bring you better content, better production value. And I'll tell you what, truth be told, you'll just help us pay some of these damn bills. Be sure, like, share, and subscribe. Buster, H.R. Johnson, the podcast. All right, everybody. Back. Big Buster Podcast. Part two, episode two, yours truly, Big Buster, and Sexy Sam Dollar, former manager extraordinaire, now commentator extraordinaire. He can do it all. Sam, we're talking weed 101. No set terms of what we talk about. So what what, what do you want to talk about with weed? Oh, shoot. I don't know, man. I've had so much good times. I just... I don't know. I mean, you know, I just love it. I love it. I love it. You know, um, you know, back to back in the day, I used to grow a little bit outside because everybody grew theirs outside, you know. And I remember one year I growed this plant. Now, that's before Sensamelia or anything ever come along. I don't think nobody knew about Sensamelia. It was, it was coming in, and I don't know if these seeds I got, I don't know where I got them at, but, but I growed this, growed some several plants out in the woods, and, um, but I had this one that wasn't but about 10 foot tall, and it had purple buds on it. And I didn't even know what I had there. So um, when I'd go out on them turn roads, I'd take my dogs with me, and I'd let them run. And that way, if anybody was around, my dogs would sniff them out, you know. So I took them, went out there, and I seen this plant. It was We were starting to get ready for the first frost, because, you know, you always pull them up, you know, before the first frost comes. And I didn't know what to do. So I just pulled that sucker up, took my strings out of my tennis shoes, <laughs> climbed up in a climbed up in the top of a tree and hung that sandwich upside down in the tree. Whole Came, plant. Whole plant. Hung it upside <laughs> down. Came back about a week, six days later, I don't know how long it was. Caught up in a tree, cut it down, stripped it down, put it in bag. And I only had a I only had a one gallon baggie that was full, but it wasn't nothing but buds. Of course, you know, I didn't know what I had there, you know. I just know it was damn good, you know. And um, and then across the field, I had taken a couple of friends of mine with me to help me bring it in. Now, one of my friends, he was a fireman. He worked at the fire department. And I had an old uh, 57 Chevrolet pickup truck. It was a fleet side, a Chevrolet Apache fleet side. And uh, so I took them to help me. And we're walking through the woods, and they're looking, wondering where it's at. And I stop right there where it's at, and this shit's about 16 foot tall, man. Damn. 16 foot tall, but there ain't a bud on the shit nowhere. <laughs> ain't a bud on the shit nowhere. I didn't know no difference. So 
he had went down to the fire station and borrowed a tarpaulin. So we took and laid that shit down, rolled it up in a red tarpaulin, and uh, stuck it in the back of that uh, fleet side bed on that Chevrolet Apache. And uh, it was so damn tall that it stretched along the bed and it stuck up in the air. <laughs> now, the place where I lived at, I had a police officer live right next door to me. So I had to move that shit out of my truck into the house real quick. And when I moved it in, I got it in, and then I took it up in the attic and hung it upside down. And, it, you know, it had a few little buds, but it wasn't nothing like that one plant. And, you know, and that was really, that was really my start as to, because back in those days, we all growed outside. There wasn't no indoor growing going on back, not in, not in our part of the country. I don't know what California was doing or anything like that, but... um but yeah, I crawled up there after a few days up in that hot attic, and it, it was dried. I hung it upside down, and um, and I stripped it down, and I, I just can't believe that I did that did that with a police officer living right next door to me, you know. Well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> just for reference, me and Sam were, were brothers, real brothers. So I remember being a little, little-ass kid, and... Uh, me and you being in, in your truck. Was in that van. Was it the van? Was in that van. Look, I remember, I mean, these vague memories, but I remember us going somewhere. I want to say we went over in Mississippi somewhere, but I could be wrong about that. That's where I used to grow my plants at was over so, in And when I say little, I had to be in. You was little. I mean, I couldn't have been no more than five or six, maybe. Yeah, you At the most, me. even. yeah. But I remember you taking us out to this place, and I, I want to say we were on a ditch bank somewhere. I always put it on a ditch bank. I, I had water. And, uh, hell, trampling out through all this fucking woods and fucking vines and shit. And, I mean, that's crazy, man. It was hot, too. It was yeah, hot. Yeah, I remember that. It's hot as hell. I'd all, well, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd let my dogs run through them woods after we scoped it out and made sure there wasn't no farmers around or anything. Then I'd let them run through the woods because they knew knew about you know they've done been used to it, and I I, I I was hoping they'd run all the snakes out, and or run up on a snake or something so I could kill it you know so, so I would crawl down that ditch bank and get some water and take it up there and water them. I always had a ditch bank with water close to my plants you know so. You know as a little kid I'm sitting here thinking we sweating and shit trampling out <laughs> fucking, the damn woods and vines and shit and fucking. Thorn bushes and shit, they all taller than me. We get out there and this motherfucker takes me out there and I'm looking at it as a little kid, I'm thinking, this motherfucker dragged me all the way out here for a fucking tree. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's just crazy shit, man. For a fucking tree, as a little kid, you don't register what it is. You don't even know. I thought we were just out fucking, uh... Like we usually do. Running the dogs and having fun. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, get there, and your whole fucking goal was like the goal. Get there in this fucking tall-ass tree, and I'm thinking, why the fuck is he wanting to take care of this tree and shit and check on this <laughs> fucking tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy shit, man. It's like, uh, you know, you know, in the last uh, part one of this, this is a part two, just so y'all know, you was talking about you and your buddy riding around in the van smoking and shit. I also remember being a little kid. And, of course, old van, back then, this old van, if I'm thinking right, had a mattress in the back. Well, no, I, 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 after due time, I built a damn deck in the back and 
had two big old speakers back there, and uh, it was a Ford, Ford Econoline. Look, I remember laying in the back of this van as a little kid, just playing and shit, laying on the floor looking up, and the whole fucking van, the whole top half of it's full of smoke. <laughs> we stuck at the liquor store in Helena, right off of Cherry Street, that road, you know? Yeah. And I remember the fucking Cherry Street was just Jamming. So, so packed. I want to say we it felt like we sat there trying to even get out on Cherry Street for an hour or more even. It was bumper to bumper. Fucking the van was full of smoke. That's kind of influence you all on me, man. No, man. No, yeah, no, man. No, 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 no. You've been bad influencing me my whole life, I man. I took you with me ever since the day you was born, boy. Man. I'll never forget that time Mama left one time and uh, I had that RM250 Suzuki and I cut across the field and had you on the front holding on to the safety bar and I was riding a wheelie across there and Mama come across there and she was freaking out. Man, that thing you scared the fuck out of me. You, were, you wasn't big enough for nothing. I mean, it you know? was fun, but man, it's scary too. Yeah, Mama freaked on it, boy, I'm telling you. So. Well, look, let's, uh, you know, we're talking about pot on the last one. The difference is... Man, what do you think about these dispensaries? What do you really think about just being able to walk in to a dispensary and not just walk in and buy some pot, but you just got endless choices almost, varieties of different weed, different strains, different everything. Well, the thing about it is, I don't know how you talk me into doing this because you know I'm very kayfabe on everything I do. I don't give a damn. Oh, I'm, man, weeds like pro wrestling. K-Fade don't exist no more. Yeah, 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 that's true because 90% of your wrestlers smoke weed. I mean, I mean, I don't know about the big time, but I know the places that we have worked at, most of the guys would smoke weed, you know, so. Pretty much, I believe damn near everybody smokes weed. Yeah, everybody that's ever yeah. tried it pretty well smokes weed. Uh, well, I think in the big time, Rob Van Dam's the first one I ever heard that admitted it and, and didn't give a shit. Well, look, who you the know. fuck knew they had a weed tax? I, well, I don't know, man. Who the fuck knew that you could just, uh, like, if you made it to the WWF, you could pay a certain amount of money at that time and be able to smoke. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. matter if you piss, test, dirty, as long as it was just for pot. Yeah. Damn, that's some shit they should have told motherfuckers, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> well, the first time I seen it come to light in the big, big, big league was Rob Van Dam. Yeah, and, he's uh, a heavy weed advo advocate. Yeah, but he's, he, hey, 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 the, the, can you tell it? You can't tell it. There's no ill effects on him that I can see, no ill hey, effects on me. It's God's gift to the world. You know, um, I mean, I'm just telling you that if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And um, But there's more and more people in this day and time that are liking it. People that wouldn't fool with it before because they thought it was the devil's work, they love it now. You know, I've seen people that wouldn't fool with it illegally, but when the medical came to some states, they would go get a medical license and fool with it that way, you know. Well, so, let me ask you this. <clears throat> what do you think about the difference in back in the day, you get them old fucking, you need to get the old Mexican pressed in a brick or back when they was running it in the diesel truck tires, you'd be old round fucking ball, the shit all fucking uh, sweated up and shit. We've been riding them tires compared to now where... I like the Does bricks. Mexico even sell weed anymore? Yeah, they do. They do. And in fact, the business, since America has done become... Um, since America has done become where people grow it in their house, it's become 
kind of commercialized. Well, the Mexicans, used to the Mexicans kept the good stuff in Mexico. And now the product that they're shipping in is real good. But you, I, what do they call that stuff now? Reggie? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. I think it. that's Reggie. what I heard some young guys had called it before, Reggie. So, and I told them I didn't know what the hell Reggie was. but Back in know. the day, that was good shit. Well, um, you know, uh, I've seen, you know, I've seen, I'll tell you what we used to do, them bricks. Them bricks would come in, and if you wasn't careful, you'd mess one up. So what I used to do is put me a big pan of water on the stove, put me a grill on top of it, and then I'd put a towel on top of that water, and I'd change that towel out regular, and I'd be flipping that brick over and over, and all of a sudden... Now, that's before I found out about the microwave deal. Yeah, microwave shit's cool. Yeah, because you had to be careful because you would get it wet if you wasn't careful, and then you couldn't do nothing with it. I mean, it, it, it wasn't no good after it got a little moisture on it. So you had to be careful when you were steaming it. But when I found out the microwave trick, man, that shit just blossomed out like popcorn. I thought, man, this is the way to go. Well, right even here. the steam gimmick, it's fucking killer to sit there and look at this Little brick, man. And it just peels Eventually off. start opening up and yeah. just fucking expand. You know, almost like a sponge. Yeah, Or yeah. something. It's fucking, fucking crazy. But I don't know when the last time I've seen any. It's been years since I've seen Mexican weed. Well, I don't, you don't, I mean, you don't. Let me tell you something. Back in the day, when I first started, uh... You know, you, you would you know you would get it in a bag, but then as I got deeper into it, I could get bales. It would come like a bale of hay, and uh, you could just peel it off like a bale of hay and 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 break it up. It wasn't hard. I didn't mind the uh, the whole reason they made it into them cubes was because they could get more in when they'd haul it. Yeah, and I didn't mind it, but if if you just tried to break it apart, it's it just would. If you stuck a knife, I mean, it, the damn bricks were so hard, you could stick a knife in that sucker, and it still wouldn't hardly go through there. Yeah, you know? I remember the days when you just break a chunk off, be a tiny chunk. Yeah, yeah. Just throw it in a bag, and hell, it'd be a quarter ounce, and it looked like there ain't shit there. Yeah. It, was, it looked like a dime bag until you started pulling it apart and shit, and it just keep expanding. But I'll be honest with you, I'm glad them fucking days are gone. Well, there's there's still what, they, what you would call Reggie out there, but it's not. It's 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 better than what we used to call Reggie back in the day. This is good stuff, but you know, I don't know what they're so concerned with Mexico for because if it becomes legal in the United States, then we don't need Mexico's weed anymore. You see what I'm saying? Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know that we need it now. Well, it's getting that I way. I mean, hell, your next door neighbor could be growing. You never know. You never know. And then you know. Me and you both got a buddy who now grows commercially for a dispensary. Yeah. And man, he grows some of the most killer fucking weed. When we were when we were kids, that would have been a dream job. Yeah. The the only job that would have been better than being able to grow weed legally is just being able to give weed to, to smoke regularly. For, just test subjects of smoking weed. Well, what he, you think about it, man? He's become a master grower, is what he's called now. He's called the master grower. So uh, at the place he works at, so he's learned his trade very well. I guarantee you, from when he started. So yeah, man, um, he grows some of the most. Well, I've, 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 I've seen his processes and stuff, and and, and I, I I I had a few dealings with him when he first started, and. 
the the product now is just totally unreal. But I I I I know everybody can do it, but I don't think everybody can do it. No, good. I don't think everybody. I can think do it's it. something you gotta have a knack for, and. I'm not saying that me and you couldn't do it, but I'm saying I don't have the patience to fool with it like that. I'd rather just buy it. You buy it, you resell it. It's a lot simpler. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I'm ready for it to go nationwide, and I'm ready to be able to pretty well, much walk in any now, convenience store, just like you'd go buy a beer or a pack of cigarettes and go buy buy your weed like that. Cause, yeah, but the thing, probably, you know, what's going to happen is, and it's already happening, um, your black market will never go away. No. The black market will never go away. Now, you're going to be getting stuff just as good as what you're going to get at the dispensaries. Cheaper price. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it'll be black market. Now, I don't know how the law is going to take control over that, how they're going to arrest you, how they're going to know, because if you can just walk in any store and buy it, well, then... How they gonna know whether it's black market or whether it's real, you know? And you know me, I'm gonna stick with the black market, you know? Well, I mean, even right now with the CBD buds that you can pretty much order CBD bud from anywhere. Yeah. They mail it to you right in the mail. And how do, how do they know the difference? Even if it's got the little note in it that says this is CBD hemp or whatever. Yeah. You know, you could put it... it it wouldn't be hard to fake a a note, you know. Uh, it, it's just crazy. I, but I tell you what, I'm dying. I'm waiting on the, the day I can just click on my computer, pick the buds I want, pay for them, and they come right in the mail, right to my front door. The days of that old uh, riding around hunting your, hunting your weed, man. I'm waiting on the weed to come in if it's dry. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit, man. I love the fact that it's pretty much everywhere, and there's plenty of it. seems like there's plenty of it, and it's all different kinds. Man, you know, my whole life, I pretty much smoked Mexican weed. That's what, that's what I, I was broke yeah. in on, and that's what I smoked until, I don't know, probably 10 years ago. Now, don't get me wrong. If you could have found... Which the the Colombian we used to get, but like I said, it'd run about forty bucks for a quarter ounce, and you've been used to paying ten and fifteen dollars for a four finger lid, and that's when it changed to weights for me. You know, it, it wasn't four finger lids anymore; it was the weight. How of many it. grams was sitting there? Well, hell, if you got a quarter ounce there, and you cut half of it out seeds. Well, but don't get me wrong; it was good. It was very good, brown in color, and um, and and I don't doubt what Columbia still has some good weed growing over there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sure they do. You know for a fact, Mexico they they grow some killer weed too, top quality, just like a lot of your product the stuff though. here too. But like you said, they probably keep that for themselves. I would. Well, a lot of your products that you see coming through, Mexico's an easy gateway through. So a lot of your products that you might see come through Mexico may not be Mexican. may look like Mexican, but it could have come from another country somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Let me you ask see. something. A little bit off the subject. <coughs> when you get through hacking up your <coughs> Damn. <coughs> Preferred way to smoke. Pipe, bone, joint, 
vaporizer. What, what's your preferred way to smoke? It's according to what mood I'm in. Now, mostly, well, mostly since, since we hooked up with this new CBD thing, and since I started, I got my third package already. So since I started, I've been smoking mostly joints. And um, uh, I did do the blunt thing for a while, but I'm not big on blunts because I'm not big on tobacco at that time. Now, some, most of your blunts now, a lot of them is made out of hemp paper. Yeah, I, yeah. I had my spell with them fucking blunts too. But Hey, don't get me wrong. I love them. But I, 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 I've never smoked cigarettes, and I don't want no tobacco going in my system. Well, you know, if I'm even a joint now, if I'm smoking with somebody else or a couple of people or something, which I never do, I'm a smoke a long time. I smoke alone. I do too. Know? I usually consume. I always consume by myself. Now the wrestling show sometimes if we step out in the back, that's cool too. But I don't go to people's houses. I don't have people come to my house, and I consume by myself now. About a year ago, I bought me a Silver Surfer <coughs> desktop vaporizer because I'd been, you know, you turned me on to the Mivia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the Mivia is cool, but 0.06th of a gram don't last very long. Yeah, you know it's what just I'm not enough in your Now, in it's your good chamber. on the road because it's easy to hide. But now, as far as if I'm on the road, you'll never see me smoke, smoke anything that you can smell on the road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um... What I like about it is usually when you pull in wherever you're going, you can hit it a couple times and turn it off. But now let me tell you something. This Silver Surfer I bought, this desktop, I love this thing, man. I mean, it just brings out the taste. You don't, it's not sitting there burning up. But then another thing, you remember that big old bong I brought up here for you that time? You remember that? This fucking 10-foot fucking bong. You can't even fucking get your fucking mic. You got to have somebody else to light it for you because you're so <laughs> far away from the fucking bowl. Well, I bought me one, and I thought you'd like it, so I went back and got you one. Hell, it was $100 a piece, you know. So. Not to mention the fucking bowl. You got to put a quarter ounce in the bowl just to fucking get it going. Yeah, man, I, and I, I have seen people on TV <clears throat> that will hit them down bongs, and they can suck every bit of that smoke out of there. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm trying this with this bong, and I'm thinking, hell, ain't no damn way, you know, because it's the shit out of you, you know. Fuck and, uh, that, man. I'm a pipe dude. You I know it. You, you got talking about my little fucking pipe, but. Oh, damn ass. Gra what's that? The Grav pipe, ain't it? Grav Labs pipe, Grav yeah. Labs, my favorite yeah. pipe, man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking the about. The small, the four inch version. Man, I love that thing. I can fucking take a bowl. Don't take a lot of weed. Don't need a lot of weed. Uh, break up a little bowl, put it in there, and shit. Well, it's just, it's just I, like... I get 30, 40 hits off this little motherfucker before it runs out, and it's barely got... A, shit, I don't even know if it damn weighs what you put in it, truthfully. Yeah, well, the thing about it is, though, um, that's just what you've been doing, and that's what works for you. And uh, But for me by myself... But I consume by myself most times. It works for me. Most times. I, and now, now, it, it, really, you're the only one I consume with, really. you know. When, and we don't get together as much as we used to. But but uh, you, 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 you don't remember the first time that, that me and you did it together, do you? Yeah, it was at the Buffalo River. Yeah, it was at the Buffalo River. And, and you and my son was up in the tent. And, and I was in another tent. And you <coughs> called me over and you said, hey. And you, I was talking to you through the window. And, you said, uh, smoke a joint with me. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, said, no. Hold, on, hold on. In my head, like I'd already been <laughs> smoking a, a while. 
I don't know how long. I've probably been smoking a year, well, maybe. Well, you know, I, I moved up to Memphis at that time, and I was gone for a little while. You remember that? Yeah. I moved up to Memphis, moved up to Germantown. And in my head, when come Buffalo time, I thought, well, shit. I, I, you know, I, I, I go with that three, four, five days, whatever it was without smoking. And then of course the day we get there to set up, like most of the time, once we get there, fucking pours down rain on us. And we're trying to rush set up these tents so we can get in out of the fucking rain, get dry. <laughs> now we sit in that tent and there ain't no, nothing going on. It's raining. It's probably what? Three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Nobody ready to go to sleep or nothing. Bored as fuck, man, and I sat there and debated and debated and debated on, I'm like, man, I really want to smoke. And I knew you was over there fucking getting ready to smoke, too, because <laughs> I know you're routine, motherfucker. Yeah. And, man, I just couldn't handle it no longer. And Actually, we didn't smoke that day. That day, Don, It was actually the next morning. You asked, you asked me that day, and I said, no. And so we went on and rolled up and got in the canoes, and we started down the river. And when we made the first stop, we eat a little bit. Then I called you over to the side, and uh, me and you went out in the woods, and that's what we did our first thing together. That's right. So uh, I was probably, I might might have been fourteen. Like I said, I started when I was thirteen, and it might have been right before. It might have been before I was even fourteen. But shit, man. We've been smoking together ever hey, since. Nigga, now you a low down dog. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, yeah, hey, wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, you fit up. Wait, wait, wait. I know where you headed. How many times did you rip me off, man? Look, no, 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 no. Look here. I'm telling you, look here, dude. I'm finna get in the shower here. You can go. You can hit this because you remember back in the old days, I had that Buddha bong. And it all, you know, it was a one-hit bong. It wasn't yeah, a big bong. Yeah, it was my bong. favorite bong. Go oh, play man. bong. I love that thing, man. Um, I had that thing for, what, 20 years? That's the one thing you had that I, I really hoped I ended up with, motherfucker. What you do? You ended black, up breaking it. Was, it well, it was a little Buddha, and it was a one-hit. And if you learned to hit it, <coughs> you could take that one hit, and you wouldn't waste nothing. And I had that thing for years. and um, And so... I got to I got to sit there in my tray and I got my stuff piled. You know, back in them days, there wasn't no such thing as a grinder. You had to do it all by hand. Yeah, your fingers were the grinder. Yeah, and so I'm I had my shit all broke up, and I tell you, if I'm gonna get in the shower, I said you can hit that <coughs> if you want to. So all of a sudden, you, you I turn the water on, and I guess you think I'm getting in the shower. And I come back out and look around the corner, and you got a pill bottle, and you load my shit up in your pill bottle. You yeah, know? but now. That was probably, I was probably about 15 or 16 during that time. Man, when I first started smoking, ain't no telling how much weed I fucking snitched from your ass. Man, let me tell you something. Man. When I rounded that corner, you looked up and your mouth dropped open and you were, uh, it was like, oh shit. And I looked at you, I said, damn, I said, can't I eat? Cause I, I, I never hardly ever caught you, but I knew you were snitching off of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew you was switching off of me. You kept me and my buddies high for fucking probably the first year and a half of my smoking career. Yeah, I'm man. telling you, man. I mean, I just knew there was coming up a little bit here, a little bit there, and then I know when I rounded that corner on, and, and you was in the living room sitting there, and you had that pill bottle down there, and you was just steady fingering that stuff in there, you know. So motherfucker, cold bust me, man. Yeah, and then you looked up at me, and I swear your eyes dropped, your mouth dropped, and your eyes opened up, and I thought. Damn, and I said, I can't believe you'd do me this way, man, you know. Motherfucker, 
If I had all the fucking weed I've done snitch from you, <laughs> fat man shit, <laughs> I wouldn't need no weed for life, probably. Hell. I love it, man. I love it. So that's well, what, weird the way things works out like that. So. Well, we're going to cut this one off, man, right here. But we're coming right back. This thing will shut off at 30 minutes. I'm at 27 minutes right now. This one ain't over, though. We done been 30 minutes already? 27 minutes. Huh. Like I said, this one ain't over, guys. You're listening to Big Buster's podcast. And yeah, you heard that right. The podcast. Me and Sexy Sam sitting here just bullshitting. It's Weed 101. And you're listening to Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast. And I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to be sure to share this podcast with the world. Tell them, I'm sharing Big Buster's podcast. And Buster H.R. Johnson's podcast with the world. Be sure you subscribe to Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast. And without a doubt, you can help us out for our low monthly recurring payment. You're throwing that us in there again. I ain't seen it. All right, all right, man. When I say us, I really mean Buster H.R. Johnson, the brand. You can help us out. With a like I said, a, a low monthly recurring payment, as low as even ninety nine cents. Every little dollar helps. Help us bring you better content. Help us bring you new stuff. Help us get a better production value. And like I always say, basically just help us pay some of these damn bills. I I, I can't believe I'm sitting there sixty five years old, and the world is totally different than it was when I was. Yeah, you never dreamed you'd be talking about weed. Never, never. On a podcast that's going to go out possibly to the world. Never would I expose myself like that. Never. All right, guys, I'm shutting this one down. You can listen to me on Anchor. You can listen to me on Spotify. You can listen to me on Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and pretty much anywhere you can hear podcasts, just type in Buster H.R. Johnson. And give us a listen. All right, y'all. Big Buster's Podcast. Episode 2. Part 3. Me and Sexy Sam still here. Bullshitting about weed. We were just talking about how little brother... How much weed a little brother snitched from the big brother as he was growing up, man. I'm going to tell you something. Shit. Uh... I remember one time you had this fucking, I don't know, it was gold, but I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was, don't know if it was Colombian gold, but you had that shit behind the seat of your old truck. And uh, for some fucking reason, why, I don't know, we were over at Paps. Yeah. You were, you went in to take a shower. And so, fuck, man, I broke into that back of that truck. I didn't break it, dude. I just opened the door and fucking lifted the seat and, it was in a fucking one of them. That's back when they still gave you big giant uh, paper grocery bags. Yeah, you know? well, they call them Kroger sacks. Big giant fucking paper sacks, not plastic like this no. plastic bullshit they got now. But man, you ask a young person now, they don't know what a Kroger sack is. Yeah, they uh. So you taking a shower? And I've been waiting for this shot, man. Fucking sneak out there, and, <laughs> and I, I, I sneak out there and I grab the. Grabbed a little handful. I was worried about getting caught. So I grabbed a little handful and got it put up and fucking come back in and shit. And of course, they don't know it, but I know it. 
you're a fucking 45 minute fucking shower taker. Uh, but I was in a rush that first time. So I get back in, you still in the shower. You, at this point, you're probably in there 20 minutes at least. Yeah, well, I got to get clean, baby. So the greed started getting me good again. So I <laughs> thought, well, fuck. This motherfucker got this huge, giant sack out there. I said, I'm going to go get me a little more. So I go get a little more and come back in the house and uh, put it with the other shit. And sure enough, you still in the fucking shower. Sat around a minute and you still fucking... At this point, you probably 35 minutes in now. I thought, well, fuck it. I'm going to go try to get a little more. <laughs> Shit. Went, went out and got a little more. And like I said, I was just getting a handful at a time and stuffing it in a in a baggie and then hiding it and shit. <clears throat> uh, got to my buddy's house, pulled that shit out and weighed it up on the old school hanger scales. Yeah, I remember them scales. Uh, like fucking... Ended up being like two ounces. Yeah, yeah, you ripped me off quite a bit. Ripped you off, man. That's what I deserve, motherfucker, for having to put up with your ass. How much was weed going for back in them days? At that well, time? you know, back at that time, it was actually thirty dollars a quarter. That I think was it was running. Uh, I think it's when it first started hitting a uh, hundred and twenty. Twenty an ounce. It was a hundred twenty an yeah. ounce, right? And I think that's when it first started hitting. Um, uh, but like, fill that pipe up, man. I mean, what the hell? Motherfucker, hand me the pipe. Here, clean it Fucking out. Fucking bogart in there. Well, hell, man. Hand me the lighter. I can't clean it out without the lighter. I ain't got the lighter. You got the lighter right there. Shit, man. See, here. that's what I'm talking about, man. You need to get off the pot, man. <laughs> right you need to get off the pot. You can't eat the lighter right in front of you. I ain't got that lighter. Believe ain't me. At it. Believe me. Sixty-five years old. Uh, it, it just, it just, it just feels great. All know? right, look, let's quit bullshitting around. First time you ever smoked pot, do you even remember it? First time I smoked, I didn't, I, uh, it, I don't know how, I heard that was how most people did, but I had a buddy of mine and he had just come from the Vietnam War and we were riding motorcycles. We always rode motorcycles, you know, and, um, so he would let me drive and so, I didn't know nothing what was going on, and so um, so I drove, and I think it was a SL350 is what it was called at that time, a Honda, and um, so we went up on the side of the hill, and he bought a bag of weed, and we sat there and smoked that whole bag. Now, he couldn't hardly walk, but I didn't even get a buzz. I didn't get nothing. I didn't get a buzz. I didn't get nothing. So they had this little club where the teenagers hung out at, and it was called Little Cindy's. And I'll never forget the next time that we got together, we went out in the parking lot. And when I hit it that time, brother, when I walked back in there, it was like I was walking on clouds. And I was looking around, man, and I ordered a hamburger and some french fries <laughs> and a Coca-Cola. And I was looking around. Was, well, well, hold on, hold on. Paul, hamburger, french fries, Coca-Cola. What'd that cost you? Ah, shit, it wasn't very much. I don't remember. No more than 2 or $3 for the plate full right there, you Damn. know. And, um, and had them good fountain Cokes. Not like the fountain Cokes nowadays. I mean, straight up, just good, strong fountain Cokes, you know. So, But I was just looking around, and, um, and I was thinking, man, this feels so good, you know. I said, I can't believe it. But the first time I ever, ever, ever smoked, we smoked up a whole bag, and I didn't even get... I, 
I looked around this dude, this friend of mine come out of Vietnam. I looked at him. I said, I don't know what the hell you think so special about that shit. I don't, I don't see a damn thing. <laughs> well, special you know, now, I'm glad you said that because, you know, I don't even actually remember my actually my first smoking. But the only thing I do remember about it was that I didn't get high either. Now we didn't smoke a whole bag. I think we smoked a joint, maybe two, but I did not get a buzz or anything at all. And I'm kind of like you was. I'm like, what the fuck? What's so good about this? Yeah, but the next day, I decided I was going to give it another shot, man. And that next day when I smoked, I got so fucking fried. I mean, I, then I got it, you know. First day, first time I smoked, all I remember about it is not getting high at all. Not getting nothing off of it. Well, let me tell you something. You think about it. The way the stuff is in this day of time... Um, you never stop getting stoned. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, where it used to, if you smoke so much, it would get to where you'd... But nowadays, man, you know, you can just switch over to a different strain, and it's just got a different buzz to it, you know? And you you, you never lose your buzz, you know? And I functioned good. I mean, I did business over the years, Um I mean, I've I've done everything. I mean, every everything that you could do, but I guarantee you, uh, first thing I'd do first thing in the morning with a cup of coffee, I I I'd I'd be smoking, you know. Yeah. And um, and it was just it's just something that I liked. And then you got to understand when you come coming in a small town, there's only a small group of you that does this. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And there ain't shit else to fucking do. Yeah, really. but I, I think when I first started in a town of probably, I don't know, probably uh, almost twenty five thousand people, maybe. When I, but it was all in the country. But when it was two towns together, uh, you know. But when I first started, you might have fifteen people in the whole town, and everybody knew, everybody that smoked knew everybody else that smoked. Yeah, you see, and. Um, in in the in the, the 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 squares, you know they didn't know the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They 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 just never did catch on, and uh, but you had to be in that circle, and um, because you know you'd get arrested if you wasn't careful, and you had to watch for the person who might get in trouble. Yeah. And then you know then they scared and they're gonna snitch you out. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, but yes, yeah, changed quite a bit. And do I like the change? I love it. I love it. I just love it. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I've been dreaming about the shit like becoming like it is now, and even completely legal since I fucking started smoking. Because man, it ain't nothing worse than just trying they, to keep your sack kid. But yeah. when, when you're young, you're always out doing something. You're on the go. You're with your buddies. You're hanging out, you're riding around, you're smoking, you're drinking, and shit, man, you always got to fucking gotta hide, hide your smoke. Yeah. You know, and then worry about fucking, if if a cop is, you do get stopped, then wanting to search your ass and find the shit. And well, it, 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 they, it's just different now. Uh, a sheriff, I, had, I got a sheriff who's a friend of mine, he used to come in the gym all the time, and we were talking about it, and... He just told me that out, out on the highway the other day, he said he stopped a guy had a quarter ounce on him. This has been a, year, a few years ago. He said he stopped a guy had a quarter ounce on him, and he just took the weed away from him and let him go. Yeah. He said, 
we don't even he you know not 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 all police are the same, but he just said we don't really care to look for that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. Now you take your legal states, you take your legal states, and they've taken marijuana off of the drug. In fact, it been in some of your legal states have even did away with drug testing. Well, think about all the people that have went to jail, went to prison, paid fines, probation, all off of weed. A lot, and I'm not talking about just. I'm not talking about the the sellers either. I'm talking about just regular people who happen to get busted with an ounce of weed back in the day or something, and. Ended up in jail, maybe at the least paying a fucking fine to the government. You know, it's just what about all those people? I mean, alcohol has caused more harm to people, I would say, than any other drug in the history of the fucking world. You know, let me tell you something. I come a world where you do what you want to do, you don't judge others. If they do what they do, that's cool. That's them. You see what I'm saying? Hey, I'm like that too. But now, back in, back in my day, if you smoke weed and some of the squares found out about it, well, then you was a low dog. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but oh, I never uh, lived by he's that. A, he's a drug addict. He's a drug addict. He's a drug addict, you know. Yeah, yeah, but these same motherfuckers are laid out drunk to the core every weekend. Yeah. And slobbering all wrong. over themselves. Fuck, I can smoke weed all day long and still be coherent and do everything coherent. I need I to do. I can do anything I need to do. And I know for everybody out here, it may sound like we're glorifying weed. We're not. It just... It's just our opinion on it's the a, situation. Yes, it's just our opinion about and, it. Well, the way it is, if you like it, you like it. I'm cool. If you don't like it, I'm still cool with you. And you here's the thing. Don't judge me, though. Don't judge me. Me personally, I would rather have my kids grow up to smoke marijuana than I would have to have them grow up and drink alcohol and be an alcoholic. I'd rather them be a pothead than an alcoholic. Simple as that. I've seen alcohol do too much bad shit to too many people. And, I mean, once you get a certain amount of drunk, when you hit that spot where you you don't even know what the fuck you're doing, you know, it takes some strong shit to take you completely out of your mind. I've smoked joint after joint, blunt Damn. after blunt, bag after bag, back to back, and like I said, always been able to function coherently, and do everything you would do. I might look like a Chinese man while I'm doing it, but you could still do it. Yeah, no, it ain't never. um, I've done all kinds of work, construction. I worked on tow boats. I did this, I did that, and I ain't never had an accident. Um, And, you know, some people might say, well, consider yourself lucky. Well, and it wasn't luck. It was just that it didn't affect me that way. It, 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 <coughs> things that you would consider that you hated to do, you think, damn, I can do that, but I hate doing that shit. You catch a buzz, you'd be doing it with a smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate to say it, but... And, you know, if you're working around... If you got a job, if you got a regular 9 to 5, and you're working around a lot of people, then you don't have to be tested... And you're looking around and you're stoned like hell and they're not stoned. And it's just, it's just like you're in your own little world. You know what I'm saying? You remember that fucking day where 
I know we're in coming up on the interstate state uh, in in West Memphis, and I don't remember where we were headed, whether we were coming from somewhere or going to somewhere. But you know, uh, I'm over in the passenger side and I'm rolling us up a joint. You know, and you had that uh, yo uh, owner's manual to your fucking old yeah. truck. You know, old blue <laughs> owner's manual had that motherfucker bolted. I'm sitting here breaking this shit up, rolling this joint. And, uh, <laughs> what was the reason I put the shit up by the window? <laughs> the window we got the fucking window cracked and I've got this whole fat joint broke up and I do something and the wind catches that shit and just blows out the window. <clears throat> and you look at me like, motherfucker, did that just really happen? And you know, that ain't the only time I've done that. <laughs> me and a buddy of mine were wrestling in Little Rock and we were riding together and... We'd only take a couple of joints for the trip. That way you didn't have nothing. If you did get stopped, you didn't have nothing. And you didn't mind throwing a couple of joints away to even worry about the chance if it ever arose. So we'd already smoked one joint. We had like three joints with us. And on the way to Little Rock, well, he picks me up and we're headed to Little Rock to a show and we smoke a joint. <laughs> so uh, we get about halfway there and... I look at him, he look at me, and it's like, well, did we go on and smoke some more or what? And it's like, we unanimously, yeah, let's go on and smoke. And, of course, he's a cigarette smoker, too, so he used to thumping them ashes thumping them out, ashes, the, out yeah. the little crack yeah. window. But he had a sunroof in his car, yeah, and it was cracked. He put I that joint that. up to that sunroof and flicked the ash off, off of the sunroof out the car. And just joking, I looked at him, I said, Motherfucker, if that goddamn joint would have blowed out, I'd have beat your ass. So we laugh a second. I hit this fucking joint. I do to go to dump the ash on my window. Guess what happens? It blows out the window. That fucking shit sucked right <laughs> out the window. This motherfucker looked at me all crazy, <laughs> man. It was fucking hilarious. He's like, motherfucker. He double tucked me. Yeah. That motherfucker looked. And, and he turned away and he had to double take on me again and just stop I'm like, really? That just really fucking happened. After me getting all over this motherfucker's ass, telling him I beat your ass that fucking joint would have blown out the window. Of course, I'm joking with him. It's all fun. But then I turn around fucking 10 seconds later and the joint just flies out the window, man. We looking back and the joint just floating, floating through the air. It's like, fuck, man. And you know, it's, it, it, there's not much in the joint, but it's just it's at that time it was important to you. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, when I was young, I wouldn't hold. The only time I smoked anything other than a joint was when we would smoke out your bong. Yeah. You know? Well, I, years ago, years and years ago, I quit smoking on the road because. Now, that was before the New Deal come along. You see what I'm saying? You know, I don't smoke on the road now. I, I will not. I will not, no way, form, or fashion. <clears throat> Uh, but in the old days, I would, you know. So uh, I, I didn't have no qualms about it. But my nerves can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I can smoke. I can smoke before I leave the house, pretty much going anywhere. And if I'm coming back home, it could be eight, ten hours, and I, I won't even take none with me. I'll smoke before I leave. And as long as I know I'm coming home, like I said, I won't even take none. Now, if I know I'm going to stay all night somewhere, I'll take a little bit. But I don't smoke on the road. Well, now, what I do is, though, I've got that little Mivia. You know, you turn me on to that company. I don't forgot what it was. Was it Candy Pins or something like that? 
Yeah, candy pins. Candy pins. Sponsorship. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was candy pins. and uh, You need to send us some vapes hey, and shit to uh, test out for you. That little Mivia thing. Remember, it was new. Remember, you had uh, one. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the one I got, what it's called. But this in here is compact. And I mean, you can set your temperatures. And uh, now I will take it on the road with me. But. You know, it's just usually when the show's over or usually when I'm through doing what I'm doing because you can't smell nothing, you know what I'm saying? And then I might take a few hits on the way in, but nothing major. But I tell you what, that thing has been good. It's got a lifetime guarantee on it. It's got a good finish on it. It goes up to about 435 on the temperature. And I really do like that little thing. Only thing I don't like is... It don't hold but point zero sixth of a gram. Of a gram, yeah, that's how the one I and, got uh, is. And it's cool. I think most of them are like that. Most of your small models are like that. But, but, uh, but then again, you want that because you be inconspicuous. You see what I'm saying? You know, we've talked about weed in general, smoking weed. But <laughs> what you take on all the, like the edibles and the concentrates, man, and the oils now. I'll like tell them. you something, man. I love them oil pens. You just go there, you buy your cartridge. Yeah. Man, that shit tastes so good. Yeah. Fucking the buzz is good. You got a choice. You know, I'll be honest with you. If I had access to it all the time, I would probably, I'd say I'd probably be a a 100% exclusive concentrate dude well whether it's wax or whether it's the oil yeah or yeah. what whatever I, I think i would probably go 100 concentrate well that's because it's it's hadn't been readily available to you mate you, you know your your people that you get your whatever from they um you know if you if you live in an illegal state and and if you don't have a medical card if it's a medical state but uh the medical thing is only a step up for the recreational thing. That's yeah. all it is. You got to get medical first, and then you're going to step into recreational. You know, I tell you, talking about the concentrates, I love the rosin, man. Yeah. I love even watching that shit. I'll get on YouTube they, and watch them do one of them mm -hmm. rosin presses. Yeah. It's amazing how that fucking oil will come out of them buds like that. Well, you know, I've, I've explained to people, and a lot of old-timers like me out there probably remember, well, we used to get it in a little bottle, and it was called hash oil. Yeah. And you'd take a toothpick, and you'd stick it in that hash oil, and then you would rub it on your paper. And then you'd let your paper set till it kind of halfway dried a little bit, but it's coated with that hash oil. And I'm wondering if that hash oil was the same thing as what were they pressing nowadays. Maybe somebody had already knew how to press that shit out or whether it comes from hash or what. I don't know. Surely somebody. I mean. Oh, I'll tell you something else we used to get in too that was killer. It was tie stick. It was damn chunks of weed, but it was on a stick and it had a string tied around it. And you had to pull it off what you wanted. Yeah, it's strong as hell, man. I ain't I mean, never had it, but once we were at a some kind of festival in West Memphis, and uh, late one night, and some bands playing. I mean, some unknown obscure band. Who the fuck knows? But hell, we've been out there partying and smoking and drinking and stuff, and met this guy who 
That's all he had. Uh, he seen that we had bud, real, just regular bud, and then he pulls out this fucking tie stick, man, and all he wants to do is trade, man. Trade me some of that for some of this. And hell, we did. That's the only time I've ever had tie stick, but I liked it. We used to get it on a regular basis. But think about that, just meeting up with some random dude that, that's all he said. He said that's all he ever smokes is tie stick. And he, for some reason, he couldn't get bud, I guess. I don't know. But that's all he wanted to do was trade some regular bud for that tie stick. And shit, I, I think we traded him like a quarter ounce, maybe, maybe a little more for, hell, like four, four sticks. It was about yeah, yeah, long. yeah, they were that long, yeah. About five, six inches long, somewhere around there, but it's neat the way they good would, shit, man. Well, it's neat the way they would lace that shit together and it would stay on that stick, Yeah, you know. And uh, and the hash oil was the same thing, man. I mean, you could rub it all over that paper and then put your, put your stuff in there and, man, it would be good, you know, and... I mean that's 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 where I get the oil concept from is from the hash oil, you know. Yeah. And um, it's it just been many, many, many good times. I swear. Um, it just um, I can't think of what else we've had uh, that I've had. I've had so much of related to the, you know, it's kind of funny now. They call it the flower. They call it uh, what they call it. They call it the flower. You know your bud with your buds. They call them the buds now. You know, but um, you know when I first started, it wasn't hardly what you'd call buds. You know, it was mostly leaves and stuff. You know, but still, you got a buzz off of it. You know, so yeah. So uh, the price was a lot cheaper, but oh uh, yeah, back in them four finger lids. Four finger lids, <laughs> yeah. What for fifteen dollars? I never forget that man, you, and you and you'd sneak around like you was a criminal to cook up with the dude to get it, and then you'd sneak oh out lurking like old old dog trying to hide somewhere. Hey you man, know? that's what I was talking about in the first one we did. Them little yellow envelopes. That's how I started them nickels and dimes. Man, I done I done hand shucked so many motherfuckers money and and and, and weed that shit. That's ridiculous, man. You be doing them fucking handshake uh. Passover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, damn. But it's fun times, though. That's what I mean. I, I was new to smoking, man. And, hell, that's where I made all my best friends at was the one thing that brought us all together was weed. Yeah. Lifelong I, friends, you yeah, know. Yeah, I never, I never was in the time of them. I mean, I was there, but I didn't do the envelope thing. You know, because that was kind of small quantity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We know. Sexy Sam. No, I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about, you know, if, I mean, you think about it. In the start, they just say, go back to the start. You take a four-finger lid, $10, $15, a pound, $100, $120, $25. And uh, it was just totally different, you know. So, And I don't know what they did out in California or wherever, you know, because you know, the stuff was pretty well popular. Yeah, they've been smoking there. way better smoke than we had Yeah, for years and years and years. They've been way ahead of ahead of the time for, like, where we live and stuff. And you can say what you want, but the Indians was smoking weed. Oh, yeah, them motherfuckers was definitely smoking weed. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else, too. Peyote. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something else, too. 
In Kansas, it used to grow wild. <laughs> and But now that I think back, we used to get it, but it wasn't no good. Man. It wasn't no good. And so now that I think back, I'm wondering if that was just hemp and not weed. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was growing wild. I had a buddy show up with some and... I mean, it, it looked good. Yeah, it looked good, but it wouldn't do nothing. Didn't shit, really shit have great. a certain smell or nah. nothing. No, no distinctiveness. No dry, to it. man. But it's the first time I'd ever seen any. And me and another buddy was together. And when he showed up with this shit, uh, what can we do with this? And when you first see it, you're like, what, what do you mean? What can't we do with it? Yeah. We can smoke it. We can sell it. Yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. Surely yeah, motherfuckers yeah, yeah, go yeah, buy yeah, this yeah, shit because yeah. it really big buds. It looked good. Look good. Then but, he broke the news. He said, "The shit don't get you high." And we're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. And he'd been passed through Kansas, and he said the shit would just be yeah on I, the side of the road. Yeah, I don't know if it was just Kansas. It may have been some of the states around Kansas, but I just remember it was called Kansas. Look, I hate to admit this, but needless to say, me and another buddy, we 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 ended up smoking about three joints of this shit because you couldn't convince us that it I wasn't know, gonna get you I high. Know, I know. And this dude's sitting there just rolling as we fucking. Yeah. Swearing up down, there's no way this shit will not get you high, but the shit would not get you high. And it, and when it really tasted like shit too, but man, when you looked at it, you think this shit surely well, gets you high. He's, I'll tell you what, you take it all the way back. You know what George Washington was considered? The first self-acknowledged pot, pot farmer. farmer. Yeah. yeah. George Washington was the first self-acknowledged pot farmer. All right, my brother. I think that's probably a good place to Nip it in the bud right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm ready to relax a little more. You're going to load that pipe up again. Shit, you? I'm about stoned out, man, but I yeah. guess so. Well, I mean, one more time ain't going to hurt none, brother, because uh, I, I know, know old weed old like you, you, you Well, you there just ain't smoke. much in there. See, I, I mean, I, that, that's the reason if, if I, you know, like I said, if I roll me a joint and I smoke a joint, well, I can What take, you whispering for, man? Well, <laughs> well I'm, I can take four or five hits and uh, set it over in the ashtray and I come back four or five hours later and hit it again, you know. So. That's what I don't do. If I'm on, That's why I smoke out the pipe because if I roll a joint, even to this day, I pretty well want to finish it. I don't mind the pipe, but them little pipes you got just that strong oh, man, as quit hell, man. my pipe. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been the second episode, third part of Big Buster's podcast with my brother Sam Dollar. We're going to nip it right here. Y'all know what you need to do. Be sure to like. Be sure to share this shit to the world. And be sure to subscribe to Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast. Yeah, that's right. This time, it's Buster H.R. Johnson, the podcast. This has been the podcast from Big Buster. And I tell you what, take it one step further. Hit the support link. 99 cents, $4.99, $9.99. You can really help us bring you better content, better production value, and like I always say, pay some of these motherfucking bills, y'all. That's it. That's been the podcast. We'll be coming back at you soon. Don't know when. <coughs> I hope everybody has a good time. I hope you enjoy this. Like, share, subscribe.